Welcome to the Coach's Wife Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from what it's really like being married to a coach, how we deal with critical fans, the ministry of the coaching family, and everything in between. I'm your host, Kayla Fox, wife of a high school football coach and founder of the Fly Fox Apparel, a Coach's Wife Boutique. Whether you're on your way to team dinner or picking up the slack at home while coach is at work, huddle up and rest assured, you can find joy and community as a coach's wife. And it can all start right here. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Coach's Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Fox. If you are tuning in for the first time today, I'm so glad you're here, and I hope that you feel right at home as you listen. If this isn't your first time, but you've stuck around for a while, I'm also super glad for you because of you, my faithful listeners, you've made this podcast what it is. Every time you share our podcast with a friend, another coach's wife gets the chance to be encouraged and heard and loved on. I'm convinced that if a coach's wife feels understood and empowered, her family and her coach can turn around and make a huge impact on the lives in their community and help change the world. I mean, it sounds like a far stretch, but honestly, I believe that it's true. So screenshot this right now as you're tuning in and share it everywhere. You can tag the Coach's Wife podcast so we too can see it and reshare the love. Today, we are talking all about game day with the kiddos. Now, I've only had two seasons as a coach's wife without kids under my belt and seven with like a bunch of kids. So I've become a little bit of an expert game day backpacker and activity guru over the years. I'm asked all the time about how I take little kids to games and what I recommend And I'm so excited to broadcast my answers now in hopes to make new moms or other moms of littles lives a little bit easier. I'll be sharing all about what I typically bring to each game and how it's evolved over the years. Plus, stay tuned to the end because I tell you my reason why I always leave empty space in my game day bag and why you should too. So my husband and I were blessed with four kids in five years. So we've got Levi, Caroline, Lottie, and Luke who are now all between the ages of seven and two. To be honest, it all just kind of happened so fast. I never really took the time to come up with some philosophy or something for our family when it came to how we did game day. I just kind of winged it, and looking back, I see a really strong theme in the way that we chose to do things. Listen, there's no one right way to support your coaches at family. I know families who are super involved and wouldn't dream of missing a thing, and others who happily arrange a babysitter every Friday night. Both of them and everyone in between are just doing the best that they can, and I'm not suggesting that my way of doing things is the best way. I'm just here to share my experience. So from day one, I always brought the kids. It started with just little three-month-old baby Levi, and then two years ago, I ended up loading up a five-year-old, three-year-old, one-year-old, and my fresh-out-of-the-womb, one-week-old. My kids have just always been there, and I've chosen to do this for a few reasons. One, it gives my chance a kid or gives my kids a chance to see their dad, and vice versa. Let's be real, the kids' time spent with their father is bleak throughout the season. Even though it's a ton of work, all for just a short amount of time spent with each other, I think it's totally worth it. I have a choice as the mom, wife basically sole caregiver of the children during the season to do what I think is best for everyone. And personally, 
Unless it's raining or snowing, I've just chosen to do the hard thing and load them up week after week, year after year, because my kids need to see their dad and my husband misses the kids too. Another reason I do this is because I want my kids to know how to behave at games. Like I want them to be so accustomed to life on the bleachers that they know the rules before I even have to tell them. It's one of those like do the hard work now, watch it pay off later kind of things. Like there will come a day when my kids will be running around with their friends or whatever at a game and I won't have to worry about them as much because they'll know. They'll know what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. They'll know how to stay off the field and to not throw a football towards it. They'll know not to run on the bleachers or to cut off someone in line for the concessions. They'll learn these things because it will have become second nature to them. And it'll be so worth it. Someday. (laughs) Lastly, honestly, I just want to instill in our kids the importance of being there for each other. I want them to park their butts in the bleachers every Friday night each fall because they know our crew will be sitting there watching them play ball or dance or do gymnastics or robotics one day. Our family is there for each other. Not because it's easy or it's always super fun, but because we love each other and we're always cheering each other on. So these three little rules have kind of subconsciously been my guiding principles when it comes to why I take my kids to nearly every game and for what I bring each Friday night. One more thing before I get to throwing a lot of information at you. I created the ultimate game day checklist for you over at theflyfoxapparel.com. This guide is not a here's everything you should bring every week kind of checklist, but rather a before you go, skim over this to see if you forgot anything that could be super helpful tonight kind of list. I suggest keeping it on your refrigerator or hanging up next to your door to your garage so that it's in view every time that you're loading up um, for the game. It's free and it can all be yours today. Just go over to theflyfoxapparel.com and scroll down to the ultimate game day checklist. Okay, first thing on my list of things that I bring to every game is snacks. Honestly, I don't go too overboard on this myself because my kids always prefer something from the concession stand anyway, but it at least saves me some money to pack a few things of our own. For the sake of keeping my load light, I usually just pack some type of fun juice box that they don't usually get. Pack like two snacks each, like pretzels or goldfish or something, and then something more fun like suckers or fruit snacks. Then we usually get a bag of popcorn to share and typically some Skittles if we meet the point of bribery by halftime, which is nearly every time. Depending on what sport you're watching and what the games are, you might want to consider some kind of backpack cooler. Um, Of course, there are some places where you can't bring your own food into, but if you're going to like a cross-country meet or a tennis match, you might be able to pack some food of your own, like turkey sandwiches, fruit, cold water, put it on a cooler, and you can easily bring it with you. So I linked a few that I love, a few things that I love from Amazon throughout this podcast. So um, you'll be able to find them all in the show notes, and I included the... um, backpack cooler that I love as well. So if you are looking for one or one that I'm talking about, you can look there. Um, I try to bring some kind of activity for each kid, not necessarily a toy, but like some things like magnetiles, sticker books, whatever. The Fly Fox actually offers a coach's kid coloring book that's awesome because it's a one-time purchase, but then before each game, you can print another copy and your kids can color more pictures of different elements of the game, like a scoreboard or whatever. 
so they can learn more about sports and whatnot. It's a perfect little activity book to help keep them busy um, and keep them still, right? So I included some of my kids' favorite activity links on Amazon to give you some more ideas. Um, you'll see some things there like the uh, Minnie Mouse magnetic book that kept my daughter so busy and still she sat in her little chair and played with that all night guys it was awesome so you'll see the link to that in the show notes as well another thing I try to bring each week for my kids are noisemakers or pom-poms or whatever to encourage them to get into the game my son loves ringing our cowbell and we're the eagles so our kids have these little adorable eagles masks that I found at Ikea years ago Things like this just make the game more fun, and it gives them a little ownership in supporting our team. So I always try to include something along those lines. Now, somehow I'm already out of tiny little baby phase already, which is weird because I feel like this is the first time ever. But I've had newborns during football season three out of four times, and I have a few tried and true products that I have brought on game night that I have loved Now, we're football, and obviously this doesn't really apply to indoor games, but some nights are so blazing hot. And on those nights, I like to bring a cooling towel or like a misting fan for the baby. I liked wearing the babies a lot during games to help keep them content and to keep unwanted hands off of them. Um, But they do. They get so toasty snuggled up next to me. And cooling towels are awesome because you can just pour a little water from your water bottle on them and then wring them out really good. And then you can just like pat their foreheads with it or even like lightly drape it over the back of their neck to keep them just a little bit cooler. Um, I always had a nursing cover that I loved that wrapped all the way around me so that no one at the top of the bleachers would see my bare back while I nursed them. Um, and I'm just going to say this. At the risk of spoiling surprises, keep watching this shot because I'm actually working on some coaches' kid nursing covers. You're going to love I shouldn't have said that, but I just have to say because I'm just really excited about it. Um, Of course, don't forget diapers and wipes. These can take up a lot of space in my bag for the night. So I usually only bring in like maybe two diapers, um, sometimes three if I'm really (laughs) feeling like it could be one of those nights. But and then I always pack just a half pack of wipes. So if I have any wipes that are around, I try not to bring a whole pack because I probably won't need those. And they actually do way more than what people think. Um, I just made it a habit to change their diaper right before we walked into the stadium. And then I would change it again when we got back to the car. So they would hopefully fall asleep on the way home and not need changed again. This helps lighten the load of what I bring into the game each night. And it makes a big difference. Something that really helps make the load of crap, I mean, (sighs) make the load of kids essentials into the game each week for a little easier is a stroller. Even if I'm wearing the baby, I always loved bringing my stroller. For one, like I said, you can just throw everything you may possibly need onto it and roll it in with ease. Um, High school football games don't kick off until bedtime, so there were just several times by the third quarter the babies were just tired and restless. They're tired of being worn and needed to stretch, but they still needed to get some sleep, so the stroller was great for that. What was even greater is I could take them on a walk around the field or if someone was feeling really gracious, I would have people from my community say, hey, I'll walk them around so you can watch the game. Oh my goodness, that was, those were the biggest blessings. I don't think people realize how awesome that was. One thing that I love about the ultimate game day checklist I mentioned earlier is I give you ideas that you might need no matter what the weather is. 
So you'll see ideas like rain jackets and coats, blankets, hats, scarves, all of that. Um, these are all great items to either make sure that you keep handy in your coat closet and have them ready to go. Or if you're able, keep a set for each kid in your trunk. Um, or I always talk about I leave a laundry basket in the garage that just has everything that I could possibly need for game day in it. And then that way it's not taking up room in my trunk. But then on Friday nights before we leave, I'll just throw the whole basket in there. And then once we get to the game, I'll sort through it and pull out what I think we're going to use. Um, we're in the Midwest, and so I typically start at least keeping hoodies and jackets in the trunk a few weeks after season begins. Then whether or not I bring them in is more of like a game time decision. See what I did there? Here's the thing. There are lots of ideas about what to bring to a game to make life easier with little ones. Every kid is different, and every sport and every facility is different. This is a conversation that is helpful, especially to new moms, and I love, quote-unquote, updating the list because you will just see that there's always new gadgets and always new toys coming out that can entertain the kids so well. However, I think one big thing that's missing from this conversation is this. What about life after game day? What about the meltdown that's sure to be had the day after a game? What about kids who are already exhausted from a week of school who now have to stay up late in a loud stadium or gym who are starting to grow bitter over this lifestyle? I'm often asked at games when I have all the kids, I don't know how you do it every Friday night. And honestly, anymore, I'm just tempted to reply, Friday night is not that bad, but try Saturday afternoon. <laughs> like, it feels like it takes my kids sometimes until Tuesday to recover from Friday night shenanigans. And before you know it, it's Friday again. What are we to do? Like, how are we as moms of little ones supposed to balance embracing the chaos in this season with protecting the peace in our own homes? Can we find a way to instill the principles we talked about earlier, like how we're always there for each other and we sacrifice to cheer each other on and still create margins so we can rest and recoup and, I don't know, maybe even doing something during the season that doesn't have to do with our sport or our team? As my family has grown and evolved over the years, there's one mantra I've repeated over and over again. Protect the home team. Maybe you want your whole family dressed all cute at the games. You can create memories and take cute pictures afterwards. But your kids had a hard day or your toddlers are super tired and someone is adamant that they are not wearing your cute outfit you've picked out for them, but rather wants to wear the opposing team's school colors and mismatched rain boots. And yes, that has happened over here. <laughs> and you know what I did? I went with it. Because you know what? It's his night too. And that night, you better believe I let him play on my phone during the entire game. See, the thing I think that's missing from this conversation about kids and ball games is grace. Space to screw up. Room to forget the snacks and diapers. Yes, that's happened to me too. Because you know what happens when you forget the diapers? You look up from your big old game day bag and you look around at the people around you. You find one other mom in the stands who's crazy enough to have her kids out this late too and you ask her for help and develop a friendship. When you let your kid lay on a blanket in the bleachers and watch a movie during the whole game, you get a chance to talk to the other moms whose kids have had a hard week too. Oh, and when you let your kid wear, your <laughs> wear his mismatched rain boots... Everyone stops him and tells him how awesome he looks, and he suddenly loves coming around the football field again. 
Bottom line, what goes in your game day bag doesn't matter near as much as what's going on in the hearts of the kids around you. Us wives, like we signed up for this, but our kids were just born into it. They didn't get a say. They didn't get a chance to talk to the other coaches' kids before they were born to see if they could really live this life. So my theory, leave some empty space in your game day bag as a reminder to give yourself grace and your kids grace that night. On the nights they throw fits and you forget things and your team loses, look in the mirror that night and tell yourself, but I did it. And on the nights when things go smoothly and they behave and you actually have fun with them at the game, soak it in. Take pictures. Be still. Watch them run out and hug their dad. Don't take it for granted in a single second of it. You are raising coaches' kids. What a gift you're giving them. Until next time, I'll be over here cheering you on. If this episode encouraged you today, I'd love it if you'd take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. Your downloads and feedback will help me to deliver the best content that meets you right where you are. If you're a coach's wife who could use a little pep talk once in a while, check out the Fly Fox Apparel. It's a coach's wife boutique and online community designed to bring joy and encouragement to every coach's wife. To learn more, head to theflyfoxapparel.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Fly Fox Apparel. That's F-L-Y-F-O-X Apparel.